Philippians 3.13 says, the Apostle Paul, he was writing to the Philippians, he says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth with outstretched, outstretched hands to whatever lies ahead. That's 13. 14 says, I press toward the high calling of God. So from these two verses, I gather two things. We have to stay focused. And secondly, we have to press on in our Christian walk. It's not an automatic where we accept Jesus and it's all that's over. No, we have to continue and we have to press on, as you have been hearing previously. Now, in pressing on, maybe we have stumbled, fallen short, or failed God, maybe in the past year or years before. And maybe this morning we still have some issues, right? Some, still, some things still are holding on as it were. Maybe you have made bad decisions. Maybe you fail your children. Or you fail your parents. Or you fail yourself. Or maybe you fail the church. I want to say that we don't have to be bogged down by our past. Praise the Lord. It is Satan who wants us to live either in the past or the future. Right? He wants us to keep nursing those wounds and rehearsing them over and over. But I say this morning, we need to take off the bandages. Praise God. Because Jesus is our healer. And not only is our healer, but he delivers us from whatever we might be carrying, whatever bandages or baggage we might be carrying. Jesus wants to set us free. Praise God. And that is why we have our prayer and fasting. Right? God wants us to press on in the present because the present is where eternity touches us. God wants to use our painful past and our redeemed life for his glory. Not to wallow in our mistakes and our misfortunes. Maybe you have known or heard the story of the, the man at Gadara, the demoniac. This is located in Mark chapter 5 and it's also in the book of Luke. It tells us that this was a man that was possessed by many devils. The Bible says legions. I guess that means a lot of devils. What an awful state to be living in, to be possessed with evil spirits. He was an outcast. He lived among the tombs for years. I'm sure no one would want to be like that, living there. And he was doing some awful things. It says he was cutting himself, etc. Right? And he wore no clothes. When the community would chain him, he will break those chains, right? And he wants to be solitary. They put him out maybe there so that he can be away from society. 
But it so happened, Jesus was passing, maybe through his village. When he heard about Jesus, he went, and the Bible says, when he saw Jesus, he fell on his knees. Come to torment me? The Bible says, Jesus commanded the evil spirits to come out, and the man was delivered. And thank God, the Bible says, he has given his children, you and I. We don't have to be in any position, but he has given the believer the power of God also. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we can lay hands on the sick. The scripture says, he that believeth, you can lay hand on the sick and see them recover. We can pray for the demon cases as well too. Praise God. So you and I, we are equipped. Praise God. Because the Holy Spirit resides in us. Praise God. Maybe you have known people like, like this demoniac. Right? And um, Jesus is still, he is still delivering. Praise God. And if you know of anyone, this disposition, maybe you can bring them to our, our uh, week of praying and fasting. So Jesus, when this man came there and he shouted, Jesus commanded these evil spirits to come out, and he was delivered. Now, just a few things. The man wanted to follow Jesus. He was so excited, he wants to follow Jesus now. But you know what Jesus told him? Jesus said, return home, go and tell what the Lord has done. The Bible says in, in verse 20 of chapter 5 of Luke, the man went in Decapolis, and this is like 10 cities. What he went there for is to testify what had happened. He went there to testify of how God delivered him. Praise God. And it says in verse 20, all the people were amazed because they knew him. He was a different person now. And the Bible says, you know, another stage, he was clothed and sitting in his right mind. He was in a peaceful state. He was a changed person. And this is what Jesus does for us. He changes us from the inside and it reflects on the outside. Praise God. Now, God can do the same for you. Praise God. If God has done something for you, he's saying this morning, go and do likewise like this demoniac. Go and publish it. Let it be known. Praise God. Now, who knows how many people may have heard and accepted and were saved with this man's testimony, right? It, nothing is recorded, right? And many may have denied the Bible. They may have questions. Maybe some were doubting and so forth, and they have negative things. But I want to say that when a life is delivered, and transformed, right? There is no denying to that. Because the person that was delivered and set free, that person's know, and the society knew him, right? There is no doubting to that. There is no denying. So our testimony 
is a powerful uh, something that God can use to minister to the unsaved world. So don't be afraid to share your testimony. Praise God. Maybe we haven't go through like what this man did. Yet God has changed us. Maybe we are somewhat religious. But still, we all need to be saved because the Bible says all have sinned. And we can share what God is doing in our life, what He means to us, how He's keeping us. He's giving us peace and we are contented. We may not have all the things in this life, but we are contented, we are happy, we are satisfied, we are fulfilled in life. Because when we have Jesus, the song says, we have it all. We have it all in Him. We are fulfilled in Him. Praise God. God really takes what the devil meant for evil and turns it around for good and for His glory. That is what He did for this man. And He can do the same for any one of us that have gone through difficult situations. Don't think, oh, it's a negative. God wants to use it and turn it around for good in your life and for His glory so that He gets the glory.